Hi, I'm the Asian sensation Kanji. You're listening to Queen's Court. Hi guys, this is the Queen of Queen's Massage talking. And I am so happy to introduce you to the Queen's Court. Hello, hello, my darlings, and welcome to this very special episode of Queen's Court, the New Year's bash, not dash, (laughs) the New Year's bash episode right here on Queen's Court. I'm so excited, you guys. 2019 has been wild. This is the last time I get to say it. It's no longer 2019. It is 2020, honey. And this is New Year's Day talking to you guys. Oh my God. I can't believe that this is happening. (laughs) I know it's so weird. Like time, I feel this year has flown so fast, you guys. So fast. I feel like we blinked. Boop. And here we are, 2020, a brand new decade. So much has happened, not only in 2019, but throughout the past 10 years, obviously 10 years of time. So much has happened. It's crazy. But I feel like 2019 has been the year of opportunity in terms of wrestling. We've gotten so much out of this year, wrestling-wise. I've gotten so much out of this year personally in wrestling Twitter, starting and joining podcasts. Of course, DYWTSB, Queen's Court, Brain Buster Radio, now on my own. You guys, it has been a transformative year (laughs) for the queen. And, you know, I just want to kind of dive into that a little bit. 2019 saw me really embrace my wrestling fandom. You know, I've always loved wrestling, as most of you know who know me and have been listening to me for a while now. Uh, I love it. (laughs) It's just been always a part of my life in some way, shape, or form. But Immersing myself in wrestling Twitter at the close of 2018 into 2019 because of Smart to Death. Shout out, Anthony, my boy, what up? And uh, really joining this community, not only in the Discord, but on wrestling Twitter and just finding my own fandom voice, I guess, is the best way that I can describe it. Creating the queen of NE as my, as my brand, as my name. Queenie, uh, embracing this part of myself, uh, finding so many wonderful friends. And uh, wow, it's been it's been a year. (laughs) It's been a lot, you guys, in the best way possible. You know, it's I never would have thought, you know, in in 2018, if you had asked me that this would be my life, (laughs) I would have said that you were crazy. You know, I'm, I'm sitting right now, of course, in my little office, my little studio and Mr. Queen got me for Christmas uh, a second screen so that when I do watch-alongs for what we're going to do today, actually, and for, of course, the Queen and Pops experience, I can have my my stuff going so I can do my recording, but then be able to watch on a bigger screen and have my microphone and all my wrestling gear around me. Uh, you know, it's <laughs> I feel so lucky. I feel so lucky um, to have been welcomed by wrestling Twitter by the community it's marked to death, by the community uh, that I found in various other places. It has been such a beautiful experience for me. We're coming up almost on a year of when Pops from DYWTSB found me <laughs> writing crazy tweets about 
takeover and Royal Rumble weekends and invited me on uh, to give a female perspective, invited me on for previews and, and predictions and pay-per-view recaps with them to now being, you know, full-time on board with Pops and, and Martin myself. And, you know, he gave me the first opportunity to express what I had to say about wrestling uh, without feeling like shamed about it, you know, because I feel like you know, not so much anymore, but sometimes it does happen where there are people who look down upon women fans of wrestling and just feel like, oh, it's only because your significant other really likes wrestling or you just like them for their bodies, which I mean, hello, list of husbands. That's not a total lie. <laughs> but uh, it's more about the craft and the art and love of wrestling. And you know, Pops really gave me that opportunity with Morton James at the time, and then James left us, and it's been us three ever since, and we've changed the format of DYWTSB. We've grown over DYWTSB, adding Matt Granberry to the family with regular wrestle talk. All this beef has come on later this year, or now last year. Oh, so weird. Um, now last year, 2019. Uh, and we have an exciting edition of Mr. Colin West from Synergy Wrestling coming out and joining the family as well with some content. Uh, you guys, it's been crazy, crazy, crazy. And at the same time, while this was happening, uh, I met Wilfred from Wilfred Watches. And he was putting together this collective. And as you guys know, um, Brainbuster Radio was was born and I got to work with Mags, and <laughs> I just love Mags so much. He's the best, and Paul over at Badlands, and JPQ, of course, which I'll get to in a little bit, at uh, No Particular Angle, and, and Josh and Kevin at Wrestling Reverb, and Tanny, Tanner, and Steven at Headlock Talk, and Conrad Cushman, the man himself, everything pro wrestling, and uh, what a guy. And, uh, you know, whew, we even had Luke for a little while, Mega Luke. Um Wow, uh, it has been such a journey. And of course, for a little while, we also had, uh, my gosh, our British boys, um, Kurt Callum and Jamie over at Wrestle Thoughts, which they now are on Ringsider. Uh, they're totally different now. And Kurt has Kurt's angle and Jamie has Bell to Bell and, and Callum's doing something now too. I don't know. It's crazy. There's so much going on, you guys. Um, and Brainbuster Radio was such a big part of my 2019 and building this family and this community and this love that we have for one another. And uh, of course, of course, that's where Queen's Court was born. Um, I was given the opportunity by Wilfred, and I will be always grateful for that. And he said, you know, you have a voice. I think you have something really special. And he truly believed that I could do my own show and, and pushed me and said, let's do this. And uh, I did. <laughs> and I came up with Queen's Court in about 10 minutes. And here we are. Um, this is my 40th episode. Uh, of course, I've had, you know, interviews and specials and things. So it's actually more than 40, but 40 official, right, episodes. And uh, it's been crazy. It's been such a journey. Um, we burned hot and bright. We got our name out there. People paid attention. I got people listening to me, which you guys still blows my mind and, and makes me so humble and grateful. Um, and, and while that ended, it's still, you know, the bond between us all remains the same. And that's the best part about the whole thing. Um, but really what I'm, what I'm so thankful for is the friendships that I've made this year have truly just blessed my soul and blessed my wrestling life. I now have so many different opinions and, and thoughts about wrestling. It makes me question everything that I'm into or that I like. Ah, it's, it's absolutely the best. And that, of course, leads me to JPQ, 
<clears throat> of course, hashtag Queen Above Connection every single Wednesday. Queen's Court in no particular angle drop. Still on Wednesdays. We just love our Wednesdays. <laughs> on Wednesdays, we wear purple. Um, you know, it's been super special uh, to share the airwaves and days with JPQ. And he's just the, the goddamn coolest. So I'm so grateful for his friendship. I'm so grateful for all of my boys, my former Brain Buster Radio Boys friendships. I'm so grateful for Pops and Mort, their friendship and kindness to me. Um, it's so cool to talk wrestling with your besties, <laughs> whether that be in DMs or on a podcast or in text form. It's literally the best thing ever. And what's even cooler uh, on top of that is what we've been able to do in 2019. Um, the growth that I've been able to experience with Queen's Court, with my friendships, with new opportunities, with guests hosting and um, joining other podcasts as their guests to come on and, and hang out and talk wrestling has been the absolute coolest ever. Uh, another shout out to Anthony from Smart to Death for allowing me to come on every now and then to talk with him. It's He's the gold standard, as Mags would say, and, uh, you know, he's a wonderful human, and I just adore him. So it's been it's been a great year. <laughs> it's been a great 2019, and Queen's Court has changed and evolved so much since its first episode, uh, Mania Week, or leading up to Mania, I guess, as best we could say it, our kickoff week. And now here I am in January and 40 episodes in and several interviews. I cannot tell you, you guys, how grateful I am that anybody, A, bothers to listen. <laughs> so thank you. B, the constant support and love on Twitter. C, the interviews I've been able to have with Matthew Justice and Leisha Toot and Visage and Kanji, my girl. Oh, I just love her so much. And um, Bro Rogan from Paradigm Pro Wrestling. And I have a cool one coming up too. <laughs> Spoiler, but I won't say what it is. <laughs> um, you know, and, and being on Impact's press conferences and getting to speak with Sammy Callahan and talking to Teal Piper, which was like the absolute coolest uh, over at WoW Wrestling. And, and she's so damn awesome. Um, it's been a great, great year. And I can only hope that Queen's Court continues to grow and evolve and push forward as a female-led, female-produced podcast out here just trying to make it, y'all, and keep interacting with all of you wonderful Queen's Courtiers. You mean the world to me. And I just, oh, I had to get it out there. Just how grateful, humble, and and thankful I am for all of you. So, my loves, we are going to be doing something very special today for this New Year's Day episode. Uh, I look back a little bit on not only 2019, which was wild. We're going to also look back at the decade. So I put out a tweet. Um, I wanted to end... Uh, 2019 going into 2020 with some fan and friend interactions. So I put out a tweet asking um, what has been your match of the year and what has been your match of the decade. And I wanted to read them out, give some shout outs to the people that participated and uh, include them in this little fun thing that we're doing, you guys. You know, there's there's so many different wrestling opinions, as we know. Those of us on wrestling Twitter are freaking crazy. So uh, we, we see the, the insanity that comes. But uh, what I love about it is everyone's different takes on, on what meant the most to them. So let's start with 2019 in particular. So we're going to start with the match of the year drum roll 
All right, match of the year. So everything pro wrestling, Mr. Conrad Cushman, uh, the best, the best, the best. If you're not listening to his show, please freaking do. Um, his match of the year is Cole versus Gargano, two out of three falls at TakeOver New York. Of course, this was Mania Weekend. Um, can't say that I disagree, Mr. Conrad Cushman. And you can follow him at EPW Show on Twitter. And of course, EPW Show is on YouTube. Uh, follow him there. Subscribe to his show. It's also, you know, wherever you listen to podcasts. But, <laughs> you know, for the YouTube stuff that he does, it's, it's really amazing. So you should follow him over there as well. Uh, Chris, my boy, gang gang, at black underscore Baymax eight. He says match of the year, Walter versus Bate at TakeOver Cardiff. Uh, an excellent choice. Uh, Tyler Bate is one of my favorite wrestlers in the UK. I loved him when they did that uh, that little, I forget what they called it, but like a tournament uh, in NXT UK. And he came out, of course, as, as the first NXT, NXT UK champion. And whew, he's awesome. So love that. And Walter's Walter. I mean, what can you say? Uh, my pal Chris, though, does sick graphics. You never need anything. That's who you call. He's the official American artist for DYWTSB. He made my banner. That's on my Twitter account. Uh, he makes really cool edits and graphics for your favorite wrestlers and all, all, all sorts of different things. So hit him up if you need anything. He's the guy. Um, oh, Mike B, baby. Um, at the Baker Show 73 on Twitter uh, says, match of the year, Cody versus Dustin, double or nothing. Everything about that match uh, gave him chills. And you know what? Me too. That is in my top five matches of 2019. Uh, unbelievable. Yes, I totally agree. Uh, Mr. McBee Bebe has been on Queen's Court, I think twice now, uh, and I'm sure he'll be on in 2020. He's the absolute coolest. Give him a follow, please, if you would be so kind. The Big Thornbowski at SR, oh, excuse me, no, STR909 <laughs> says match of the year. Osprey versus Shingo. I'm assuming that's the G1. He didn't say, but I would assume that. Um, I don't know if that's the G1 or not, but I'll just go with that <laughs> since he didn't tell me what that is. But excellent choice anyway, because those two wrestlers are fantastic. Pops over at DYWTSB says match of the year was not uh, because it was a great match, but because of what it represented, and that was Natty versus Lacey at Crown Jewel. You know, the first ever women's match there, it means a lot to him. Um, and he he does uh, put a lot of emphasis on that match, of course. But he also picked Kenny versus Tana at Wrestle Kingdom 13, which shocked me. And you can listen, of course, to the Queen of Pops experience from this past Sunday, where you can hear all of our modis watch along with us uh, over at DYWTSB. You can follow that on Twitter. And be sure to follow my pal Pops at Convos with Pops on Twitter. For all that good, good. He does his own show, of course, Convos with Pops and DYWTSB and Queen of Pops Experience. So he's a busy dude. <laughs> uh, Headlock Talk, which is Tanner, the Texas gentleman. Uh, Headlock Talk at Headlock Talk is their uh, handle on Twitter. Of course, Steven is a member of Headlock Talk as well. Um, match of the year for him, Cole versus Gargano, NXT TakeOver, New York. Fantastic match. What can we say? Two out of three falls. It was some of the best wrestling uh, of 2019. Hands freaking down. Um, Wraith Dog at Dog Pound Incorporated, or just 
INC, <laughs> says, give me the drama of Moxley, plain and simple. Honorable mention, the return of Rusev and the explosion of the man and the main of WrestleMania 36. Oh, those were his major moments. Got it, of 2019. Okay, cool, cool. I know he gives me a match later, I think. Yes, he does. And his Modi, uh, main event of Mania 36. Groundbreaking. It just totally, uh, obviously changed a lot of things, right? Women main evented WrestleMania. It's totally cool uh, for that reason. Uh, give him a follow as well at dog, which is D-A-W-G pound I-N-C. Mr. Kevin Carroll, one half of Wrestling Reverb with Josh at Kevin C Wrestling on Twitter. Of course, he does uh, the last blogger standing as well. He's an awesome writer. Check him out. Uh, his Modi is Osprey versus Okada, the G1 Climax. Um, spoiler, that was my match of the year as well. Freaking fantastic. I can't even. The wrestling, the drama. Seeing Okada and Osprey together was just spectacular start to finish. All the stars. All the stars. Yes. Um, Andre Stafford at underscore Andre Stafford underscore. Okay, cool. Uh, match of the year. Really enjoyed Everything Gargano and Adam Cole. Yes, absolutely. All of their matches this year have been absolutely stellar. Uh, both TakeOvers, um, TakeOver uh, New York, of course, Mania Weekend, and TakeOver 25 were unbelievable matches. Truly, truly, yes. Um, Max. Mr. Max. Of course, everyone's favorite. At D-E-J-K-I-R-K-B-Y. Of course, host of Badlands podcast and 5,000 other podcasts. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Why We Watch Pod, everyone's favorite podcast, and Five Rounds, which he does with his son. Uh, he does, of course, Badlands with Paul. He says match of the year is Shingo versus Ishii at G1. I mean, what a match that was, right? Also in my top uh, circle of matches for 2019. Uh, and, and he also notes that he could have legit picked 10 different G1 matches and had been happy with my choice. Like, absolutely right. <laughs> Uh, and then he also notes, as bad as wrestling has been in terms of wars, crap stories, and toxicity, the in-ring has been outstanding. And I think, Mags, you couldn't have said it any better than that. That's the real story. As wrestling fans, we were spoiled this year. Spoiled. Completely spoiled. Go check out Mr. Mags at all of his podcasts, Badlands, Why We Watch, Five Rounds. Good Lord. He's got them all. He's he's the coolest. So go check that out. Um, Mr. Aussie Lucian. BJ from Aussie Lucian Blogs and Podcasts, and of course, Mining for Mayhem. He says, Modi of the Year, Adam Brooks versus Dowie James versus Slex, MCW Endgame. He says, The story for the MCW match was on point. The moves were insane, but still gave us time to breathe, and the ending was perfect. I will admit, haven't seen that, so I will need to go watch that. Thank you, BJ, for the recommendation. Uh, I will put that in my rotation. And you can follow him at Aussie Lucian, which is A-U-S-S-I-E-L-U-T-I-O-N. Host of Mining for Mayhem podcast. Uh, one of the coolest dudes around. He's hysterical. Uh, if you need a good laugh, you know where to where to go. And that is uh, Mr. BJ. Now, keeping up with Fabe at Keeping Up With Kayfabe on Twitter, uh, which is just Kayfabe on the Twitter account. So it's at Keep Up With K. F-A-B-E. He says, I'm still going with Walter versus Tyler Bate for my match of the year. I mean, again, an excellent match. Two great performers. I know that's very, very, very popular. 
uh, opinion, and um, I I can't disagree. <laughs> 2019, guys, you, you guess what I'm going to say. Say it with me. 2019 is wild. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, Mr. Blaine, BC Mendoza on Twitter. Uh, he says both are loaded questions. Okay, well, uh, he says nothing in particular, but the 2010s, we saw a shift to a more athletic in-ring presentation. Okay, Blaine. Okay. I like that as an analysis. And uh, you know what? I'm, um, I don't disagree. So you're awesome. Go give Blaine a follow at BC Mendoza on Twitter. Sean Slate at Slate underscore S42 says match of the year shingo versus osprey best of the super juniors oh maybe that's where the earlier uh individual said the big throne basket maybe that's where it's from best of super juniors that makes way more sense duh because they were in opposite blocks in g1 queenie drink your coffee okay <laughs> anyway um great match yes yes of course now it's coming back into my vision y'all god help me you know sometimes i just can't even get it together but that's okay um thank you sir uh let's see Cela celestial aew and sims blessed oh okay honey yes work um at c-e-l-a-e-w sims his modi or her modi i don't know has to be cody versus dustin at double or nothing not because of the wrestling though but the storytelling and raw emotion that pulled it out for me i don't normally cry after a wrestling match but that one really got me love this match also in my top five i think i mentioned that earlier but pff, can't say it enough and last but not least johnny edwards at johnny cyber guru says um i don't know what that is nope that's not even a tweet so we'll ignore that okay cool i'm gonna double check to make sure i didn't miss anything but those were the major matches that we got for 2019 i mean listen y'all i don't hate that i think these are great matches um you know i'll give you mine a little bit later but right now right now we need to talk about the matches of the decade that's where we're gonna get some really exciting stuff all right here we go not gonna read everyone's twitter again but i'll just say their name conrad says match of the decade Omega versus Okada at Dominion. Oh, that match was like my life. Yes, be still my goddamn heart, boy. Okay, Mike B. Bebe at The Baker Show 73. I don't think I read that, so I'm reading it now. Uh, he says, match of the decade, Okada versus Omega, Dominion, two out of three falls. Yep, again, freaking stellar. Uh, Mort says, match of the decade. Oh, I d he didn't have a match of the year. Okay, uh, match of the decade... He's in there somewhere. Where did you go, Mort? Let's see. Oh, there you are. Match of the Decade, Cedar versus CM Punk. Okay. Excellent choice from, of course, Money in the Bank. Headlock Talks Tanner says, Match of the Decade, Okada Omega, Wrestle Kingdom 11. Oh, my God. Oh, my heart. My life. Yes. Um, Match of the Decade for the Dog Pound said, uh, same, WrestleMania 36 for the women. Uh, Andre said match of the decade tied between CM Punk and John Cena, of course, at Money in the Bank and Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels. I mean, another great match. 
Um, Chris says, match of the decade, Shinsuke Nakamura versus AJ Styles at Wrestle Kingdom 10. I mean, bruh. How can you even deal? Uh, Mag says, Okada versus Omega 4. Whew. I mean, I can't. Um, BJ says, match of the decade, Cena versus CM Punk, Money in the Bank. And Big Thorn Bowski, or not Thorn, it's Thor. Big Thor Bowski. I don't know why I keep saying an N or seeing an N. I don't know. Maybe I'm just tripping. Um, says Okada versus Omega at Dominion. Great match. Uh, Keeping up with Kayfabe says Cena versus CM Punk at Money in the Bank again. Um, Warhorse rules your ass. Oh, well, I mean, he does. At Dove Chad 1138 didn't comment on match of the year, but commented on match of the decade and Omega versus Okada. And it's not even close. The entire series match of the decade. Uh, Sean Slate says Omega versus Okada, Wrestle Kingdom 11. Uh, the Celestial AEW says Decade, Money in the Bank. Yeah, bro. I mean, how do you disagree with any of that? Woo! All right. So I'm going to run down a little bit about what I think was the best of 2019. Um, I could go on for a very long time. <laughs> okay. Uh, but I'm just going to read out my honorable mentions first and then, um, in my top five, uh, got to put in Ishii and, uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Shingo versus Ishii has to go in there somewhere. So we're going to put that in there. Uh, and as an honorable mention, excellent match, uh, Kofi versus Daniel Bryan at Mania, obvious reasons, uh, the elimination chamber match with AJ, Randy, Daniel Bryan, Kofi, Joe, and Jeff was just one of the best matches WWE, WWE had this year. Mox versus Darby Allen at Northeast Wrestling, the Brass City Brawl in June was the coolest of the indie matches that I've seen. Um, the War Raiders versus Ricochet and Aleister Black at TakeOver New York, another honorable mention. So much fun. What a great way to kick off that show. And now on to my top five. So number five is the Lucha Bros versus Young Bucks at All Out, that crazy ladder match. Cody versus Dustin at Double or Nothing is my number four. Tana versus Kenny at Wrestle Kingdom 13. Gargano versus Cole at TakeOver New York, which was the two out of three falls. And Okada versus Osprey G1 Climax Night 7. Now, like Max, uh, I could have picked any match from the G1, and I would have been happy with that as my number one choice. In fact, the G1 in general should just go in my honorable mentions of some of the best wrestling of 2019. Uh, if you haven't seen it, I don't know where you've been. Maybe you're sleeping. Maybe you don't know about New Japan. Hi. Hello. Welcome. I shall introduce you to New Japan Pro Wrestling. No problem. Happy to do so. Uh, it is freaking fantastic. So the whole, the whole G1. But Osprey Okada for me is number one because it's just... I, I don't understand <laughs> how... You can watch that match and not love it. It's just the most beautiful storytelling. Okada is just out of control. Osprey had a, a really great 2019 and just really the technical wrestling, the, the moves, the selling. Oh, God. It just was a beautiful story start to finish. Um, I could throw in so many other matches, you guys, from this year, and, and it pff, wouldn't even be close. It wouldn't even be close. It really wouldn't. But uh, that's not all I'd like to say about 2019. So I've gotten to see so many shows this year 
And some of them have uh, some of my matches of the year in them. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. Uh, getting to go to TakeOver New York and TakeOver 25 was really, really special. I got to go to the G1 Climax this year. I got to see Liger. <laughs> yep. Liger versus the Great Muda and that little Royal Rumble type scramble thing that they had going on at the beginning of that show. That was crazy. I got to go to so many indie shows. This year, uh, I went to All Outs for AEW. I went to JCW's Two Cups Stuffed. Um, I went to New Japan's Finding Spirit in New York. That was crazy. Um, and 2020, there's just way more to come. But on to match of the decade for Queen. There's only two choices, in my opinion. In my humble wrestling opinion, the two choices are Money in the Bank, CM Punk versus John Cena. That is a match that I remember and I will always remember I feel like it's one of those matches I go back and watch sometimes just to truly enjoy the spectacle the the lead the build the story in the ring of CM Punk winning and signing his contract like right before the match actually happened that night and just the drama of him taking the belt out of there and blowing a kiss at Vince McMahon and it was some of the best wrestling from Cena I think personally that he's had oof it doesn't get any better than that. Plus, it was in Chicago, and that crowd couldn't have been hotter. Uh, so for me, it's that. And then the second choice are any of the Omega Okada series <laughs> matches. I don't know which one I like better. I think that's the toughest. I don't know if it's like the third one, the fourth one. I don't know. I like them all, or the first one. I don't know. It really could be anything <laughs> of those four because of the stellar storytelling. The stellar stellar storytelling and Kenny and the chase is my absolute favorite thing uh it's just the drama and the big fight feel and the the actual wrestling move sets and it felt like a big deal every time that they met especially the last time where it finally happened and it finally went over I think Dominion might be my favorite no I don't know I can't say that on the record oh this is so hard anyway oh just uh, the series that they put on, the wrestling they put on, the showcase they put on, the promos, the build, the long game. Nobody did it better in this decade than Okada and Omega, period, hands down. I, I, I cannot be moved from that opinion. There is so much joy that I have gotten from that series. <laughs> it really uh, sold New Japan for me, uh, besides seeing Kenny wrestle and Okada wrestle other people, of course, obviously, and Tanahashi and literally everyone on their roster. But uh, that was that was the series that like drew me so hard from from the very beginning when I first started watching New Japan. And oh, God, what an absolute blessing. What a blessing. <laughs> it's been tumultuous. It's been a lot of bad wrestling in this decade, but also a lot of good ones and a lot of change and the business has changed and the technical wrestling and the the high-flying wrestling and the chain wrestling and all of it has gotten so much more, I don't know what the word right word is, better, more fun, more engaging. That's another thing. Wrestling has gotten so much more engaging due to social media and the, the accessibility of different promotions. Um, that's what I was saying at the beginning of the episode. 2019 is, is the year of opportunity, right? And I always feel like 2020 is going to be the year of growth. And 
the amount of promotions you can watch now on independent wrestling TV or powerslam.tv or anybody's streaming services. New Japan streaming services is one of my favorite things on this planet, you guys. It is so worth your money. So is uh, hashtag watch stardom at Stardom Worlds. Also worth your money. Um, excellent wrestling there. And uh, man, all the shows I've gotten to watch this year, Impact has been crazy. GCW, my love, my love. I fell in love with that promotion this year and I just love them so much. Seeing them on Fight TV is like literally my favorite thing ever. Watching NWA, watching MLW, watching, oh God, we could just keep going, couldn't we? Couldn't we just keep going on forever and ever and ever? <laughs> There's so much good stuff. So for me in the last, especially this last year, I'd say the last two years wrestling has gotten uh, so much more interactive and so much more fun. And I just, I freaking love it, you guys. I love it. I love it. So what I'd like to do now is I'd like to sort of close out this episode by doing something fun, taking a page from the Queen and Pops experience a little bit. Uh, I'd like to do a watch along. I, I really would. As we look forward, you guys, to 2020, okay, um, we have to look to what we've had in the past as a way to set us up for the future. And my pal Anthony over at Smart to Death wrote me a little something that I'm going to tweak now and uh, make it my own as a way to start this holding court segment with Queen, the, the last one of 2019. I'm recording this on, on New Year's Eve. And as you're listening to it on New Year's Day, we will say goodbye to 2019 and hello to 2020. So on this week, I'm going to take a page out of my buddy JPQ's book, and I'm going to spend the rest of this episode talking about 2019 as we look towards 2020 maybe making a few predictions in wrestling. That's right, babies. You can call me the can't miss speculist this week. <laughs> I loved it. He wrote that for me while on vacation. What a friend. What a pal. And JPQ said I could do it because he did our, well, as you're listening, of course, to no particular angle today as well. He did an awesome stardom episode for you, obviously. You know where to go for your stardom needs, baby. That's JPQ. Okay, so what I would like to do is I would like to go through all the matches that I've been given. And I've assigned them all a randomized number. And I'm going to pick a random number out of the random number generator on Google. And we're going to watch that match together. And we're going to make some predictions for the individuals that are in that match, whatever it might be. And um, yeah, it's gonna be really fun. Okay, let's go. <laughs> number generator. Let's do it. Three, two, one, click. Match number 12. Okay, let me look at my list. Now I've included my modis and my stuff from the year. And then everybody's on Twitter. I made a whole list. You guys, oh God, help me. And uh, number 12. Okay, so I'm pulling up my list. And it looks like, oh, well, we are watching the Men's Elimination Chamber match. Cool. From this year on the WWE Network. Okay, I was hoping for New Japan. No lie, but that's all right. Number random generator wants us to talk some WWE. So you know what? We'll do it. As much as uh, WWE has been my frenemy this year, uh, we shall watch this match together. So we need to queue up our network people and we're going to go right to Elimination Chamber from 2019. And hopefully there's a look to on the bottom that we can just fast forward right to that match. And yes, indeed, there is a jump to on the bottom. So you hit the jump to for the Elimination Chamber match, which leaves us at 2108. 
Woohoo! All right. So we're queued up. We're ready to go. This is the first time using my split screen. I'm loving this. The match is full screen in front of me. And I have my recording on my laptop. Thanks, Mr. Queen. All right. So at 2.2108, people, we're going to hit play in three, two, one, play. All right. Here we go. Yay. The WWE Elimination Chamber. <laughs> oh, yes, baby. Let's go. I'm really excited about this, actually. I know I said I wanted New Japan, which I do. I always want to watch New Japan, you guys. But um, actually, I think this is kind of fun. This match was actually one of my favorites because I, I like this gimmicked pay-per-view. I enjoy the actual match itself. The two superstars in the ring. They're all in the cage. They're looking all ready to fight. It's fun. As far as cage matches go, I, I enjoy this one because it's got an extra element of surprise and... I don't know. It's just super fun. I'm really excited about it. Yay. Uh, I actually really like the participants too. So we'll have to talk about each of these people <laughs> and in 2019 and how we feel about what their 2020s are going to be like. I'll do a little speculating. Oh yes. New day. Hey, 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 I love this. Here they are. Here we go. Oh, Kofi Kingston. I mean, guys, do you remember how hot this it was? Kofi mania, the excitingness, <laughs> the excitingness, that's not a word, <laughs> the excitement <laughs> that came out of his rise here because Mustafa Ali got hurt, y'all. It's all because he got hurt and they put Kofi in that match and he freaking took off, y'all. The promo's 11 years, this man. Oh, I'm so excited. And the people were so behind this. I was so behind this. God, I loved this. This match was super fun for him, of course. And, uh, we thought it might happen here, but nope, nope, didn't happen. But we have WrestleMania sign. Oh, God, guys, 2020. You know what that means, right? January 2020, we're on the road to WrestleMania at Royal Rumble. We'll get a lot of sign pointing. It's going to be great. <laughs> there goes Kofi Kingston. Yes, Boog. What a 2019 he had, right? I know a lot of people like have a lot to say about Kofi Kingston's title reign, but I, I personally think... That it was one of the strongest, most exciting reigns in a while. You know, it was historic for obvious reasons, but also he was a strong fighting champion. I hated the way it ended, and they haven't really done anything to to make him big afterwards. Um, but I will say, uh, the rest of the reign I thought was amazing. I mean, this was lightning in a bottle, you guys. And I say it, you know, I give credit. Where credit is due. When they get lightning in a bottle, they majority of the time kick it right out of the ballpark. Oh, Jeff Hardy, I hope you're recovering and, and we'll see you again, you crazy dude. God, this face paint and the contact lenses and the fishnets. It's like Team Extreme, baby. Bring me back. I love Jeff Hardy. I know he has his struggles, his personal struggles, and I just hope that he can overcome those. But... He's one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. I just love him. Oh my God, SmackDown Live, which is also no more. Oh, good Lord. All right, so we got these two going in the chamber here. 2019's crazy. Remember the wild card rule? <laughs> Warren, if you're listening, sorry, buddy. I don't mean to make you upset. <laughs> 
Brother Nero, I knew you'd come. <laughs> oh, Lord. Crazy. Oh, yes. Oh, Randy. So last night, um, Monday Night Raw was in Connecticut, Hartford. So I went and um, Randy, of course, got hurt at a live event at Madison Square Garden a couple of days ago. And he came out and it was like awful. Like he was on those crutches and like couldn't move and like was trying to get in the ring with his knee and he's going to be out for a very long time. Um, and they RKO'd uh, AJ Styles anyway. It was great. <laughs> I'm sure he was hopped up on a bunch of pain meds and all that. But he said he's going to be out for a very long time and he doesn't know if he'll ever be able to come back. So he didn't really say what his injury was though, other than that it was his knee. I mean, an MCL, ACL. I mean, I don't know. Maybe. Um, could be something like that, but Randy Orton has been synonymous with wrestling for such a long time. And I know he's a controversial figure, but he's one of the best heels, natural heels, you know, it's just his personality and the way that he presents himself and looks and is, and that feud with Jeff Hardy, when he put the screwdriver in his ear, oh my God, that was crazy. I just remembered that too. But yeah, I like, uh, I like Randy Orton. The RKO is one of my favorite things and. He's a lot of fun. I know. Again, controversial character. but So for 2020, for him, I don't think there's very much to predict, you guys. I think he's going to be out for a lot of it. Um, but he did say, he did say that someone was going to get RKO'd at WrestleMania. That's what he's going to try to do. His promise to us was that he'd be back for that. But I don't know. It's only four months away, which is also crazy, by the way, to think about that. We're already back at the at that time where WrestleMania is four months away. And uh, literally like four months away because it's the first weekend in April and we're about to get to the first weekend in January. So crazy. But yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen with Randy. He might uh, really be out and come out and RKO somebody and whatever. But I wish him a speedy, speedy recovery. <laughs> crazy. Crazy. So good. Ah, Yes. This man. They don't want none. They don't want none. Probably, I'm just going to sing all these uh, entrance themes. Sorry, y'all. Oh, my goodness. Hey, Jay Styles. That was another really fun moment of uh, the decade. The reveal of AJ Styles at the, at the Rumble coming out. Hot commodity from Japan. And, of course, his TNA days. AJ Styles is one of the best wrestlers in the world. And the past decade has been amazing for him. Freaking love AJ Styles. I wish he'd get a haircut, but I still <laughs> I still love him so much. You know, and, th and this is another interesting one that while, while we're watching this match, we'll, t we'll talk about his 2020. But he could have a very interesting 2020. I'm wondering what they're going to do. He was on top of the world for so long as the champion. And they've had him be the U.S. champion and stuff. I wonder, do you think AJ Styles is ever going to get a title reign again? Like a big one. It's possible. It's possible. Anything is possible. He's magical. In the ring. Oh, Lord, here he goes. I like the hand thing he does. You know, with his gloves and he makes the circle. I love that. Oh, Samoa Joe. You guys, I've been so disappointed with how they booked Samoa Joe. He keeps losing. <laughs> I'm so sad. 
But you know what's been the coolest thing about Samoa Joe's 2019? Was actually because he was hurt, he was on commentary. And he has saved the raw commentary for me. So badass. I want him with a title belt around his waist, god damn it. I want him to take out Brock Lesnar and just be a dominant champion, but I don't think it's going to happen. Also, last night, by the way, they teased a, uh, you know, little Samoa Joe KO tag team, little action, and that would be kind of deadly, don't you think? Hmm. Very deadly, I think, yes. <laughs> crazy, crazy. But. Bop, bop, bop. I love Joe. Oh, Lord. Oh, there Kofi talking shit. I got something for you. I got something for you. Yes, boo. And here comes Daniel Bryan. Oh, God, you guys. This freaking vegan thing was like the absolute fucking worst. <laughs> Is that terrible? Is that terrible to say? I'm sorry. I hated this. That freaking belt made me crazy. I mean, he was great. I mean, he's great on the mic. What can you say about Daniel Bryan? Another wrestler of the decade right here. Daniel Bryan, hands down. Um, just wow. Actually, he might be my wrestler of the decade, to be honest with you. Him, Jericho, Okada, of course. But Okada's first half of the decade wasn't really as big, I guess. Came mostly in middle to later. But I don't know if that's true either. I mean, it depends. You know what? I, I always say this. It's a personal preference and opinion, right? Everybody has their own perspective on, on who really went through the entire decade as top, top dog. Um, you know, a lot of, I like Chris Jericho for the decade, the amount of changes and, and chameleon-like characters that he's created and just the work rate that he's been able to keep up at his age and just carrying so many things for so long and the list of Jericho and his friendship with KO and his crazy stuff that he's done and, and just transforming himself to become the pain maker in New Japan and to become Le Champion in AEW and just explode this company into craziness and all the stuff he's of course done for the WWE but um, it's just insane it's hard to keep Jericho off your list I feel like yeah goodbye Rowan Good Christ. That cage thing, P.S., by the way, I feel like they're dragging it out too much. Is that just me? Like, just reveal what's in the cage, bro. Like, I just can't stop it. <laughs> it's going gonna, it's gonna to kill it because it's not going to be anything good. Somebody said when I put it out on Twitter, like, what's in the cage? Just for fun. Wrong answers only. And they were like, Luke Carper's released. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> oh, Daniel Bryan, are you suffering, buddy? I'm suffering too. You guys, whenever he cut his hair, oh my God, yes, and came out to attack Bray Wyatt. Oh, it was so good. I'm pumped. Actually, this Friday, I'll probably, I may actually turn on SmackDown. Whoa, crazy. Uh, not uh, really. Uh, maybe not on time because, of course, this weekend is the most insane wrestling weekend ever. Best way to kick off 2020 is Wrestle Kingdom, baby. We have Wrestle Kingdom two nights, Liger's retirement, last matches, and we have New Year's Dash. There's the package on fight. By the time this episode's dropped, I will have picked my winner for my contest. So I hope that you entered, uh, and congratulations to whoever it is that won. But let me tell you some, baby. If you ain't watching Wrestle Kingdom this weekend, I don't know what's wrong with you. You need you call me, DM me, at me. We'll talk. 
and I'll explain why you need to watch this. This is going to be the craziest, most fun weekends. Oh, it's the best way to kick off 2020. I cannot even deal. Plus, Stardom has some great shit lined up too in January. January is actually going to be a crazy month for wrestling. Crazy month. WWE stuff that they have going on, NXT stuff that they have going on, AEW stuff that they have going on, Wrestle Kingdom, New Year's Dash, the real kickoff for their year. Uh, GCW has a bunch of shows. I'm going to one. Crazy. Um, of course, NNN's in, in Royal Rumble weekend with a takeover in Royal Rumble. That's going to be freaking nuts. But here we go. We're finally at the Elimination Chamber <laughs> match. It's finally going to freaking start. Probably should have skipped the entrances, but I love them anyway. So we have Joe and Daniel Bryan in the ring, guys. Uh, right now and um you know Danny Bryan has a haircut he's got a new change in his vibe he's no longer the the vegan one that we have going on here uh in this match but he's out for for blood versus the fiend Bray Wyatt and um he's got a championship match on Friday at Smackdown I believe it's a championship match or it's a it's a rematch of some kind um with him on Smackdown I saw them mention it at Raw but I didn't really get a chance to to dive into that more. So I could be wrong. Don't quote me. But I know that it's happening. And uh, what is in store for Daniel Bryan in 2020, you guys? He's got a new look, new hair. Are we going to see the return of the dragon? Are we going to get it, you guys? Do you think that that's possible? I would love to see that. I would love to see that. Obviously, within reason, I don't want him to take any crazy-ass risks because of his neck, but I'm just glad he's back wrestling. But for 2020, I, I have to wonder, what kind of picture is Daniel Bryan going to be in? Do you think we'll see him with a belt again? Will he be the one to dethrone the Fiend? Or will they build Aleister Black and Aleister Black is the one that ultimately will take it from him? I wonder, because the the Fiend is such an anomaly in that, you know, obviously he's supposed to be a, a quote-unquote heel, but... He's more like an anti-hero, I guess, in a way of like people love him. So it's it's kind of hard to boo the guy right now. And he's we've waited so long for his return and he's created such a crazy character. One of the best parts of 2019 was his return to WWE and, and how he returned. And this Mr. Rogers Bray Wyatt character mixed with The Fiend and the Firefly Funhouse has just been such a joy to watch, actually. It's been my favorite thing. <laughs> Joe. <laughs> so for Daniel Bryan, I, I kind of wonder, is this going to lead towards, you know, the Rumble? Are we going to get a, a match with them at the Rumble? Um, that's kind of what it's looking like to me. That's what I can predict out. But I don't know. I don't know if The Fiend is going to lose the title anytime soon, you guys. I kind of feel like if they're playing the long game and being smart about it, they'll keep him uh, as champion for a while. And then ultimately, maybe at Mania, he'll lose it. Or the night, the uh, Raw after Mania, maybe he'll lose it. You know, they like to do that kind of stuff sometimes. So that could be kind of interesting. Um, but I think it could be a very interesting year for Daniel Bryan if they decide to give him another push and, and keep him at the top of the world for a little while longer while he still can. Um, I think it would be a good move. Joe is, is a hard one. You know, I always think they're going to pull the trigger or do something with Joe and they never do. I just get disappointed year after year with Samoa Joe. He's just so dominant and so awesome. I just want him to win more. I want him to do things. Um, I love this storyline with Kevin Owens. Uh, Samoa Joe is kind of a face right now is a little bit funny. Uh, I like that. It's different. <laughs> it's different. He's not really a face like nice, but he's definitely, you know, with Kevin Owens, they're clearly not the bad guys in this feud uh, that they have going on right now. But 
I truly wish that he uh, gets a push. I don't know that he will, dude. But I would like him to be the the champion again in some way, like a U.S. champion again. That was fun. I liked that. But you guys can't tell me that seeing Samoa Joe with the title around his waist, that beautiful WWE title, wouldn't make you happy. I know it would make Queenie happy. That's for sure. <clears throat> this was a fun way to kick off this uh, elimination chamber. You know, it's, it's a little slow at first, right? There's only two people in the ring, but as it continues to unleash it's just like people come out of the woodwork and people go flying there's this great spot coming up where daniel's gonna fly into that cage oh my god it's freaking crazy totally crazy mm-hmm. oh crazy Oh my gosh, wow. Ooh, I agree. You're not going to get <laughs> any good blow for blow with uh, Samoa Joe. It's huge, dude. Totally huge. Ooh, yes. God, it's good, you guys. Yeah. You know... I forgot, in a way. <laughs> There's been so much wrestling this year. I forgot, in a way, how insane uh, this really whole thing was with Kofi. Oh, here he goes. Who's coming out? Who's coming out? I just love this. And the lights go crazy. Ah! I love this shot. Look at this shot. Oh, it's so good. Oh, Kingston's coming in. Here we go. The crowd loses its mind, including Queen. <laughs> Ooh, ooh, nope. Kofi, Kofi showing out again. Yes, the quickness of Kofi Kingston. Ooh. Oh my gosh. Oh shit. Oh. Yeah. No way he's 100% after Tuesday, you guys. No way! <laughs> day rocks. New. Isn't it crazy, you guys, how over the new day is? Like, still? You remember back in, <laughs> back in this decade? <laughs> or the previous decade? We can look back at the new day and, like, how, like, strange it was at first to, like, have them come out in this new faction they were weird a little bit and people were chanting new day sucks <laughs> i remember that clear as day and now how over they are and how beloved they are and one of my favorite things especially about this year i think in particular is their absolute amazing friendship that they've had and that they show um not that they had they have uh, in in present tense they're absolutely wonderful and enjoyable to watch. And I would do the same thing Daniel Bryan's, Bryan is doing. I would sit up on that cage and be like, hey, everybody, y'all can fight. I'm going to chill down here. <laughs> or chill up here and uh, while you fight down there. Um, but yeah, anyway, back to the New Day. Um, their friendship and love that they have for one another is just so beautiful. 
Like they were there this entire time for Kofi as champion. And he's just like, oh yes, Kofi, go get him. Go get him, boy. Um, they were there for him this whole time as such a supportive system and just a beautiful display of their friendship. And they were crying when he wins at Mania and you know, we were all crying, but they were crying specifically and it was out of control. It was just beautiful. And their podcast is absolutely hysterical. If you haven't heard it, you need to uh, go check that out. Oh, oh, hey, oh, here's that spot I was telling you about with the cage. Woo, shit. <laughs> There's another one where he goes flying at it, but this one is, oh, yeah, not good. That made me nervous. It's so high up. Oh, see ya. Get him, Kofi. Here we go. What is Kofi going to do? He's going up higher. And is he jumping? Yes, he is. Hey! You know what that reminds me of? It reminds me of the coffin drop. <laughs> Darby Allen's coffin drop a little bit. Not quite the same, of course, but just a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, Kofi Kingston in 2020, you guys. I don't think it will ever compare to his 2019. I think they're going to be tag teaming again in the new day. Xavier Woods, of course, being hurt and out for... I don't really know how long, but him and Big E are on the tag team scene, of course, uh, over on SmackDown, and I don't know if he'll ever get a run again like the one that he's had in this year. Unfortunately, with the way that they're treating him now, I, I actually don't think there's going to be anything super special for him in 2020. I think he'll be around the tag team titles, of course, and I don't know. I, I, I A lot of people keep speculating, including myself, about the New Day. Like, are they going to stay together forever? Are they going to break up amicably? Is Biggie ever going to turn heel and be five count? <laughs> it's like, what's going to happen? I'd actually love to see Xavier Woods as a heel. I think he'd be really interesting. You know how like in the shield, they called Seth the architect, right? He was the mastermind. I think that role would fit Xavier so well, like just having him use his intelligence and, and promo skills. I feel like he's underrated a lot one of the most underrated wrestlers in WWE, I feel like. And I, I would support that. I would support a Xavier Woods turn. Um, but I don't know that they'll ever break up the new day. They make so much money <laughs> and people love them so much. They're, they're beloved and, uh, yeah, really freaking awesome. Of course. <laughs> Ooh, look at that. Ouchie on replay. Oh my God. Fighting with my family. I just saw that little tag there, uh, promo tag there. Great film, by the way. It's out on Netflix if you'd like to see it. About Paige, of course, and her rise in WWE and, and her family of wrestling royalty over there in the UK. Poor Paige. That's the saddest moment for me of this decade. She got hurt and that's the end of that. Oh, who's coming in now? Guys, I love this. This just gets me so excited. Okay, who's coming in? Who's coming in? Oh, AJ Styles it is. The phenomenal one. Here he comes. He's the fresh man. That's right. Whoa. Hey, oh, let's go. AJ Styles. Yeah, this year didn't end up being as big of a year for AJ. Although I have loved him with the OC and uh, as US champion, but his run as the WWE champion was just freaking great. He was champ for such a long time. Yes, the classic battles. So true. Uh-oh. Hard hits. Yes. Oh! Whoa. Here we go. Nope. Oh, he's got Kofi and Daniel. Hey! 
One, two, no. And now he's gonna pin Kofi. One, two, no. Oh, she's. <laughs> what an absolute delight AJ Styles is. How cool is he? People love him. Oh, a black hole in the heart of AJ Styles. He can get a little boring as a face after a while. Um, I remember getting bored with him as champ towards the end of it, but his in-ring style is just, I mean, one of the best. One of the best. Let's go. Whoa! Love that move. Oh, here goes Daniel climbing shit again. God. Like, will you knock it off, homie? All right, here we go. I think this is it. Let's see if I remember. Yes, AJ Styles goes flying, right? Yep, here we go. Whoa! Oh my God. His freaking neck. So AJ Styles. I also don't see too much for him in 2020 either, though he will be, I think, in title picture scenes. He's a great person to put in against whomever you'd like to be your champion. He's going to give you a solid match. It's going to be uh, very interesting. I think he'll be in the, the U.S. title picture for a little while and maybe challenge again for the Universal, but I think or not Universal, sorry, that's that's on SmackDown. Um, char, uh, challenge for the WWE Champion, but uh, I think Brock's got that on lock for a little while. And I think it all kind of depends on on what Brock is going to be doing and how WWE wants to book Brock Lesnar. Are we going to have another year of, of him being champion for a very long time and not appearing very much? Or are they going to give it to someone who is there on a consistent basis? You know, Brock hasn't been there in a long time, and he's coming back actually next week on Raw. They announced that last night at Raw, actually. And uh, so I guess we're going to kind of see. Like, I don't know. It, you know what's the weirdest thing about predicting this right now? I find it very difficult to predict because there's been such a lack of builds of new stars that I almost wonder, like, who's going to come for the title at, for Brock? Like, who's going to win the Royal Rumble this year? That's a big question. I'm not sure I'm ready to predict that quite yet. Um, other than the women, I think, I don't, I, well, even then, even then, <laughs> you guys, even then, I don't know. Shayna Baszler is possible. Rhea Ripley, but she's the NXT champion, so I don't I don't really see that. She'll probably be in it, but I know a lot of people have her winning early prediction right now, but I don't know. I don't know about that. I think they'll keep her in NXT. They need to really f keep flourishing in their women's division. Oh shit, AJ Styles. Two. Boom. Eliminated. That was a hard hit. That was a really hard hit. <laughs> well, see ya, Joe. Yeah. AJ Styles had an impressive performance in this match, that's for sure. Took Joe right out. Still, we have Hardy and Orton inside the Elimination Chamber right now, guys. Woo! Who is going to do it? Who is coming in? Who is coming in? Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Oh, Jeff Hardy! Let's go! 
Yes. Let's go. And it has been a long time since he's competed in the Elimination Chamber. You're right about that. Oh. Boom. Ouchie, the balls. <laughs> Not that I would know, but I assume it hurts. That's what I hear. <laughs> Oof. Oh. <laughs> Desecrated the legacy. Did you hear that? So funny. Desecrated legacy. I mean, that title, I mean, it, it was a cool concept, right? Gimmick, gimmick titles and uh, character titles that you get specifically for your character. Um, it was a cool concept. I just hated that little aquamarine uh, tile, whatever. I didn't like that. I didn't like that. And I actually hated the hemp thing and the, and the Velcro. Ugh. Blech. Title should have buttons. And they should snap together, baby. Oh, what a kick. Pele kick. That was nice. By the phenomenal one. Jesus. Oof. Wow. Hardy, Kingston, Daniel Bryan. Styles. With Orton looming he is looming in the back. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, this was crazy. They do something crazy here, too, right? Or is it here or later? I don't remember. See, this is the best part. So much wrestling in 2019 that I just don't remember everything. <laughs> this is the best part about a nice little watch along, y'all. It's a good time. Let's go. Ooh, so much fun. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, that's that was it. The crazy fall. That was not good. That was not good. Didn't like that. Didn't like that at all. Nope, nope, nope. Don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it at all. No, thank you. <laughs> that was scary. That was really scary. Oh, Jeff Hardy on the top. What are you doing, Jeff? Here he goes. Swanton bomb on top of the rope. That See, I knew it was coming up. Something crazy. There you go. One, two, three. See ya, Jeff Hardy. Daniel Bryan eliminates Jeff Hardy. So Samoa Joe and Jeff Hardy are now out. Which leaves us Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles, Kofi Kingston, and Randy Orton still locked in the chamber. Look at this move. Oh my god. How many times have we seen Jeff do the Swanton Bomb and how awesome is it every single time? And then Daniel Bryan, boom, with the kick right to the face. See ya. Oof. Uh-oh. Daniel Bryan. The kicks. Oh. Whoa. Man. I think... These three that are in here right now, since Randy's going to be out hurt, and we already talked about Samoa Joe, and Jeff Hardy is not in the picture right now, I think that these three are going to be in and weaving in and out of various title positions um, in some title matches. Daniel Bryan of the three, I think, may win. Maybe the Universal. Kind of close out his... Uh, his title career, if you will. Oh, this is crazy, too. 
Oh, no. I don't like this. Whoa. Throws him off. Good job, AJ. Um, I think AJ and Kofi will kind of dance around the secondary titles and the tag titles, of course, for Kofi. Um, Randy Orton, of course, is going to be injured. But I also think in 2020, we're going to see the rise again of Roman Reigns. We're going to see the rise of potentially Drew McIntyre as a singles competitor. I think that for the men, it's going to be a big, big deal. Of course, Bray Bray Wyatt will continue to be dominant for a while, I think. And here comes Randy Orton. Yes. Pickett, choose his victim. (laughs) Commentary. Is that Saxton? What a weirdo. Crazy, crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. (laughs) Oof. Brutal. RKO is one of my favorite moves, especially when it's out of nowhere. Love that. Something about it makes me excited. Orton, who can have his way with Styles. Kofi. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Boom. Yikes. Oh. Oh, almost RKO'd him right there. One, two. Nope, he's got out of that one. I don't think, I don't know that Randy will ever get a WWE title again. Thinking about this one, you know, obviously it's for the the belt, so. Uh-oh. Hey-o. Full speed ahead, Kofi Kingston. I remember loving Kofi Kingston's shoes. Entire Kofi mania. <laughs> Hashtag wrestling fashion. I don't like the blue on AJ. I think I just don't like that color blue, I guess. Well, I mean, it's not bad. It's not the worst gear, but I kind of like the, what he's wearing now. It's darker. I like it. Daniel Bryan in the red and black is interesting. And Orton, Randy Orton. So, going to have some cutoff vest type scenario with black. <laughs> Fine with that. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, honey. You know what I'm saying? But New Day undeniably has some of the best gear around. So colorful and bright and you can't miss it. That's for sure. <laughs> it's been a lot of disappointing gear this year. At least Charlotte hasn't disappointed me in her gear. Uh-oh. RKO, baby. See ya. One, two, three. Goodbye, AJ Styles. Au revoir, AJ Styles. Au revoir. Yes, I absolutely love it. Um, woo! Coiled, ready to strike, that's RKO. Bada boom! Crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Uh-oh, sneak! One, two, nope, almost got him right there. Crazy. Oh, oh. Takes out the legs. Great veteran moves. This commentary team always makes me, like, laugh. They say the weirdest shit, don't they? 
so comfortable, so familiar with his surroundings. Yeah, no shit. Oh, yeah. Crazy, crazy. Let's go. Randy, Randy, Randy. <laughs> Uh-oh. Heading to that place with the voices in his head. Woo! Love that power slam. Him? But you know who does it? One of my favorite power slams ever? Um, Dustin. Oh, Dustin Rhodes. Two, three. Got him! Kofi got him. Got rid of the viper. Ooh. Look at the crowd. Coming unglued, as Michael Cole would say. Ooh. Yes, God. People are freaking out. Y'all remember this? It was such a fun moment. Such a fun moment. Uh oh. Eleven long years. Is it Kofi's night? This is Kofi's night. Here we go. Now we're going to get to the nitty gritty. Final two. Let's go. Look at the grit and determination on Kofi's face. People exploding as they exchange blows. Woo! Oh, Kofi calling for more. He ain't scared. He ain't scared. Love it. Oh, my God. I want to know what y'all think. Do you guys think that we'll get another moment as epic as Kofi Mania next year? I think that was my favorite part of WWE this year. Other than NXT and Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole, obviously. But Kofi Mini, I think, has been my favorite thing. Seconded by The Fiend. Oh, here we go. SOS, one, two. Nope. Kicks out. So close. People in the crowd going, oh my god. Yeah, but do you guys think there's going to be anything as amazing as this? I mean, wow, what a unbelievable experience Kofi Mania was. True lightning in a bottle, true, pure, good-hearted amazingness. And we got all the nice things at Mania this year. I don't think we're going to get any nice things next Mania. <laughs> I think Mania 2020 is going to be, you get nothing, we give you everything last year. <laughs> we got a Kofi Kingston win, Becky Two Belts, Seth B. Brock, I mean, come on. We can't possibly get all the nice things in 2020 as well. As my pals at Heels, Pops, and Cheer Shots would say, no nice things. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, he doesn't deserve to be here with Daniel Bryan. Not true, Daniel Bryan. 
crazy. I just love this. Two absolute stars here. This was an awesome, awesome moment. Uh-oh, Kofi. Right to the face, baby. Uh-oh, uh-oh. I think WWE is going to continue on its, you know, dominating global path. But I think NXT is going to really start to outshine uh, some of this main roster stuff. Though I will say, whoa, what a move. One, two. Nope. Oh, the people are like freaking out. <laughs> um, Jeez, I forgot what I was saying. I don't even remember, you guys. Forget it. I just got so distracted. <laughs> It'll come back to me, I'm sure. Oh, yes. NXT. I feel it's more of a lateral move now as opposed to, you know, getting called up or, or whatever. You know, NXT has proven themselves to be absolutely unbelievable. And the talent they have there and, you know, Finn is back and that's weird but cool. I wonder if, who else is going to be moving to NXT. Think any main roster stars will go? I would be like beside myself if KO went back to NXT. It would like give me life. See, I don't, well, went back as in he was there previously. <laughs> he could flow through. I'd like to see some real flow. Real flow and change between all three brands. I would really like that. I think that would make me really happy. And it would, I think they'd be smart to, to try and mix it up a little bit. Let NXT shine a little bit more. Now that they have their Wednesday night wars, if you will, I think that would be smart. Whoa. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, let's let's do that, maybe. More NXT. Yes, look at this. Absolute madness. Absolute madness. Oh, Jesus. In the pod, dude. Not good. Heavy impact is an understatement. <laughs> I mean, just absolute craziness. You know? Oh! God, that looks like it hurts. You know what I'm saying? Oh, God, why do we keep showing that? <laughs> oh, man. You know what I think was some of the best parts of this match in particular, you guys, was the fact that it could have happened, you know, for Kofi here against Daniel Bryan. It could have happened tonight. And they did a really good job of convincing me that, and not just me, but other people, a really good job of convincing us that it's possible that he could win tonight. With the near falls that we're seeing, like, right now, crowds losing it because Kofi Kingston is, like, not saying that he's done, right? He's not giving up. It could have happened here. I'm really glad that it didn't, though. I'm really glad that we got the continued build towards WrestleMania. Totally crazy. Totally crazy. Kofi! Kofi! Look at his chest. Jeebus. That's that, uh, what do you call it? That's that uh, cage for you. <laughs> oh my God. 
Oh my god. I remember being so into this match, you guys. It's why it's one of my favorites this year. Oh. Oh god. Just slamming his foot on him. Oh my god. Ah! Crazy. Ruthless Daniel Bryan. Oh, oh, got him. One, two, no, rolled him. One, two. Oh, my heart. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, Kofi fight through it, y'all. Can he hang on? Oh, I'm scared. Oh my god. I'm scared. Uh, can he hang on? Can he hang on? Uh, uh. That's right. Oh my god. Still in this fight. I can't. I can't. I can't. Ooh. Crazy. Oh, God, that kick's good. Kick is good, too. Boo. Close but no cigar, y'all. Close but no cigar. God, this match is long. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but you're in it with me, and I love that. On New Year's Day, there's always... You know, you want to watch a match or something, hang out with the queenie. That ain't so bad, right? That ain't so bad. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out with me, y'all. Hope you enjoyed watching this match. Reminiscing on, on what was with Kofi Mania in 2019 as we look forward to 2020, baby. I'm hoping WWE makes me happier this year. I, I'm going to watch less of it, of the weekly slog, you know, and watch the pay-per-views more and... I think that'll be good. Oh, God. Why are we on top of this pod? Why are we on top of this pod, y'all? Oh, Lord Jesus. Oh, God. Oh, God. This plexiglass is, like, moving. <laughs> oh. 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 Oh, jeez. Careful. Oh, God. Using the chamber. Oh, my God. Man, they threw it all on the line, didn't they? Yes, they sure did. Yes, they sure did, baby. Oh, shit. What is Kofi thinking? Nope. <laughs> Gray's saying this could destroy Kingston. This could destroy Daniel Bryan. Yeah, no shit. Corey. Uh-oh. Reversal. What's happening? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. Here we go. Here we go. Are we doing it? Nope. 
Oh, what's going to happen, guys? What's going to happen off the top rope? I'm the top rope. <laughs> no, queen. <laughs> the top of the elimination chamber box. Okay, we're getting down. We're getting down. Okay, I feel I'm a little bit better. God, the balance. I could never do this because my balance is like the freaking worst. Also, I can't see worth a damn. Oh, here we go. This is where I thought it was going to happen right here. I thought, oh shit, it's going down. Let's freaking go. Nope. Oh God, the knee impact. I didn't realize that. Shit. Oh my God. It's over y'all. It's over. Oh no. I went for the home run and struck out. God, that knee is devastatingly good, isn't it? One, two, three. See you later. Retains the title. But what a match. The disappointment over everyone's face, I think, is probably my favorite part. Because it's just so damn entertaining. Wow. But we got what we wanted, didn't we, y'all? We got what we wanted in 2019. We ended our... Uh, experience together in this year with uh we got that at mania we got all the nice things we got all the good things and i just woof, loved it well thank you so much for watching along with me my loves thank you for listening to this amazingly fun time that i had with you today sharing matches of the year matches of the decade as we say goodbye to 2019 and hello to 2020. I wish you all a very happy new year. May it be filled with blessings and excitement and a lot of wrestling fun. Stick with your girl. We got big things, big money moves coming in 2020. And I would love to have you with me. As always, enjoy your day and be kind to one another.